Welcome to Yes, a podcast to share our 2 a.m. conversation. My name is Yoko. I'm Emily. And I'm Sandy. Welcome to our first episode. We are so excited to be launching our first episode today. Um, a little bit about us. We are called Yes, Y for Yoko, E for M, and S for Sandy, obviously. <laughs> um, what is this podcast? You might be wondering. Emily, <laughs> you can tell us more about what we are, what we do, and what <laughs> this podcast is about. Yeah, so this podcast is about our 2 a.m. conversations. Um, usually when we hang out, we have a lot of deep conversations that we would love to share with everyone else and kind of bring awareness um, and connect with everyone who may be feeling or sharing the same um, opinions or perspectives as we do. And given that we come from Southeast Asian um, and that is where our identities lies, that's what we want to talk about because often... In media, we see the um, mostly East Asian um, perspective on things, which is really great. And I think um, as we progress, it's time to include all these other different and diverse um, ethnicities that fall under the um, Asian umbrella. Okay, so again, my name is Yoko. Uh, My pronouns are she, her, hers. Um, I was born in St. Paul, Minnesota and raised in Minnesota for the majority of my life, but um, I moved around a lot when I was younger as well. I lived in California, I lived in North Carolina, in the outskirts of the Twin Cities, so like 40 minutes outside of the cities, and then eventually moved into St. Paul uh, when I was about in fourth grade and been here ever since. Um, So this is definitely home for me. Um, some other things about me, I am a third year at the University of Minnesota studying journalism. I am a student worker for the Asian Pacific American Resource Center on campus, um, and I am currently one of two advocacy coordinators for the Midwest Asian American Student Union Spring Conference that is coming in March that you should all come to. Emily, what about you? Tell <laughs> us about yourself. Yeah, so my name is Emily. Um, I am 22 years old. My pronouns are she, her, hers. Um, I was born and have been raised in Minnesota my entire life. I'm an alumni from the U of M Twin Cities, and I majored in psychology. Um, So right now, I'm just currently working. Uh, What else is there? What are your identities? Oh, yeah, I forgot. Um, I am a Hmong and Lao woman. Yeah, so that's about it for me. Sandy, tell us about yourself. My name is Sandy. My pronouns are she, her, hers. I was born in Sacramento, California. I moved to Minnesota around eighth grade, so um, I've been here ever since. I attended the University of Minnesota. Um, I identify as a Hmong American woman (laughs) okay well that's just a little bit about me i hope you all can um get to know us through our podcast all of us met through a student org called hmsa known as or the Hmong minnesota student association and we're just gonna talk about how we met well so sandy and i have actually (laughs) known each other longer than the student organizations because um in our first year we lived in a live and learning community Mm -hmm. on campus where um 
you're able to live in a hall together in one of the dorms and there are multiple different llc's that's the shortened version of it um and the one that we lived in specifically is called mong house or jing mong um and so we got a hall in comstock um with a bunch of other Hmong students all first years to really cultivate community and get to know other students who are coming to the university given that it is predominantly white um so really starting those um friendships early um and start thinking about like where's my sense of belonging so that's how Sandy and I met um so I met Yoko well we we didn't really start to get close until we got on board with each other but we met each other at social justice retreat yes that was yes. our first time <laughs> okay mm-hmm. yeah yeah we met each other at the social justice retreat um as attendees and it was a great retreat focused on social justice activities topics and a deeper learning and education with peers around you and um this was hosted also by the board members of hmsa at this time um but then we started to get to know each other a lot more when we joined board um yeah and i've been friends ever since how i met M was such a funny story like I did not like her y'all she was our co-president for our organization and I don't know something about her I met her at spring retreat actually before I even joined board um it was just like the way I don't know like I was just she was like so snappy and I'm like what the heck is wrong with this girl like I do not know I mean I do not think I would like befriend her fast forward to me running for board and then <laughs> um learning get to, getting to know M I was like holy we became close ever since our um term on board so look at that <laughs> okay you've come okay. a long way um so I met Sandy when um she joined HMSA's board as multimedia um my perspective of her was completely different than when I got to know her uh so when I heard about Sandy I thought she was this sweet girl with an aesthetic Instagram profile and oh thanks (laughs) and I just really I, I wanted to get to know her and I heard really good things about her but then I met her, and I was like the opposite of what she thought I would be. Well, Sandy, 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 Sandy turned out to be so different than what I expected. Um, she turned to be so creative and did so much great work for us on our board. She was really insightful and um, had really strong opinions, and I think that's what I value about our friendship a lot. And so, yeah, we became closer ever since our term. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so wow. Okay. She's like confessing to me. <laughs> Her true feelings. Well, since our term ended, um, we've continued to stay in touch and to constantly just um, get together all the time because like after going through like a year of many ups and downs, you really learn to come to depend on each other and become more than just like co-workers because sometimes it can feel like that because you have to be professional and all these different things but then outside of that we're also just being silly together or go to go get bubble tea together um and spend really late nights together um and so our friendships has continued on after our board and like we're still here and like that's kind of like what um, how we even started our podcast, our late night conversations, like, you know, sleepovers at my apartment. <laughs> no, right? It feels like it was so long ago. Yeah. For real. That's weird. Shout out to 210. 
So on the topic of our friendship, um, I think we could start off with asking, what does a meaningful and valued relationship look like to you? Yoko, did you want to go first? Sure. So the three things that I think about when it comes to any relationship is transparency, communication, and um, commitment. I really value creating a strong foundation when it comes to any relationship, whether that's with a romantic partner, any friends, or my sisters. Um, I think trust at the very core is a very big part from me, just coming from my own experiences of having that trust being broken in the past. It's important, like, moving forward that I know that this is something that I can rely on and that they have my back and that um, the things that I share with them and being vulnerable with them, that they are going to value that and they're going to respect um, that that's my story and that's not something for anybody else to know um, and that we will just be there for one each other. Um, and I think that's a really big part of um, when it comes to the communication, like, People are going to communicate differently, and so trying to understand each other's different communication style is important because um, one way may work with one person, but then for others it may be different. Um, and that can definitely take time to just like learn and understand. So some that's some of the things that I think about when it comes to relationships. Emily, what about you? <clears throat> yeah, uh, so for me, I value transparency in communication and also understanding and I related to a lot about what you said Yoko um a lot I think as I am growing older and learning to maintain friendships with others a lot of times it's understanding each other's individual lives what's going on and working around that so that you're both able to um prioritize and know that you value each other still even if you don't have to message each other every day or hang out all the time I think it's just that understanding that um, you are um, your friend your your friends and you're valued um, and that transparency and communication is so key because I feel like I've noticed that friendships that didn't continue on with, uh, between me and another were because of just that lack of understanding and being transparent about how we felt or um, situations that came up that were not clear. And so yeah, that transparency and understanding in a friendship, I felt has been my key to maintaining all of my friendships. I totally agree with like what you both have said. Um, transparency is definitely a big one. For me, a meaningful relationship is just being your authentic self. I just right. need someone who's like, not fake. <laughs> Some people just want to befriend you for what? Like social network, kind of mm -hmm. like the pyramid scheme that everybody's been talking about yeah. lately. And I'm just Oof. like, wow, I've never actually thought about it. And I'm creating relationship with people. It's kind of scary now because I'm just like, wait, there's an intention that this person is trying to, what are you scheming here? Mm -hmm. <laughs> What I look for in friendship is just being your authentic self. Um, how how can I depend on you as a friend? Or like, it's just I'm here for all my friends. I just want the same expectation back. Right. Um, does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, but I definitely agree on the authenticity part because often I think about like if you can't be your true self with that person, mm -hmm. then like, who's exactly right. do they like? You know. Um, 
and if they don't like you for you then like why yeah. are you too committing to this why mm-hmm. are you too putting the time and effort and energy into something that is not real um if you can't like you know say what's on your mind if you can't talk to this person mm-hmm. then this is really your friend then yeah yeah i agree with that. i feel like people feel they have to put up kind of like another face or front of something that they aren't to please others or think that what they're doing or what they're saying is going to make others be friends with them but in the end like when it comes down to it like you you want to be friends with someone who understands you as you Mm -hmm. are and you don't always want to so to say act fake in front of them just for them to like you i just feel like you know things like that just don't work out and it's really hard i get it because i i I can understand why people feel like they have to do that um because there is a lot of difficulty these days with you know intentions Mm -hmm. of friendships and people or people so yeah it's really hard but i think in the end like for these meaningful relationships like everyone just wants someone to be really authentic and genuine towards them yeah do y'all have friends those friends that like you feel like you have to be on your toes like oh, I can't mm-hmm. say something in front of this person or I'm going to be judged differently mm-hmm. or in some way. Yeah. I think I've definitely had those relationships and I feel like right now I still feel some of that. Um, and it's often complicated because I think when it comes to that relationship, it's more so for me of, am I going to say something that's going to trigger them more mm-hmm. so? Because um, when you ask that question, I often think about more social justice stuff, which is mm-hmm, the things yeah. that I am super involved in. Um, like, for example, like during my first year, um, when we lived in Hmong House together, um, I I was very expressive where, where, with where I stood on a lot of things and when it came to issues like using the N-word or using right. saying, oh, that's gay or stuff like that. And I... Will, like talk to these people about it um and after that conversation it just from my perspective it felt like they were scared to say anything around me and so I was then scared to be my most authentic mm-hmm. self in them because I was you know seen in a certain light um and I was talked behind my back in a certain way and so it made me really frustrated of like okay like I'm you know still friends with them and I still have to live here you know so like how do I still go about being friends with them but also being able to still express myself because I thought this was a space that I could do that but then once that happened it was like can I really say this can I really say what's on my mind because I feel like I'll just get backlash um and telling me to calm down or say that like you don't always have to talk about that and Mm -hmm. so that's what I often think about how do you even go on about it like do you hang out with them still so to say mm-hmm. like how do you yeah. connect um keep up with these friendships or mm-hmm. are they even worth it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah uh given that there are just like a couple of individuals involved um it, it's different with different people um i definitely have someone within that group that i just know not to go into those conversations with this person anymore because i know that in the end that conversation is not productive and that it will not lead anywhere and and then we'll both just be really frustrated but um i also have others who i can have civil conversations with and catch up with and people that i do want to see and that do come around and i am still friends with these people because um this group is still a group that i hang out with and that i want to continue to be friends with um, and I've had a conversation with them about this before already, too. And we've sort of come to a closure 
on what happened um, and getting understanding from each other. What about you, M? Yeah. Um, yeah, I had a, I had a couple of those friendships. I think I'm still, you know, going through them because the more like from college, I think I really came to find myself, my mm-hmm. identity, my values, my morals. And um, I was educated a lot within like social justice realms and topics. And that led into how my character is displayed and how um, I see the values in other people and myself. Uh, so I think it really showed with my relationships with people who I've been friends with for a long time um, and kind of seeing those changes and differences between us. And uh, how I usually handle this is I'm a very direct person. Like I said, transparency and communication is key in friendships to me. And so I find it easy to, well, not easy, but I, I find it the best way to just tell them how I feel and to like let them know why I feel this way and a lot of a lot of my longtime friends have been very understanding and have taken that approach to you know educate themselves as well which I really appreciate and again that's why those friendships uh, regardless of our differences are meaningful to me Um, for others who may not be as understanding or continue to display actions and words that aren't don't align with my values um I know my own capacity now and know that it's not my place to consistently educate someone who isn't wanting to be educated or to consistently tell someone about something that they're doing wrong or um that is hurting others uh so I've learned to like know my own capacity and to let people go um but I think in the end it's all you know about where my values stand and if we're willing to be understanding with one another and grow Mm -hmm. sandy what about you i think i mean i definitely do have those friends where like i'm always on my toes but i just i hate that feeling of i can't be myself so i just like to i guess like hide it subconsciously Mm -hmm. and so like be a certain way um but trying to be my authentic self um I'm still going to express myself um, not any different. I think what I learned from my freshman year or my sophomore year of college is to protect my energy and like who and where I put my energy into or the people that matters to me um, and creating these intentional, um, meaningful relationships. So I don't, I mean, although I still have them in my life, I don't have a bad time with them either. It's like... Mm. You know, I still appreciate our friendship. And even though whether this friend, we're not talking as much anymore, I'm still going to support this person right. and mm-hmm. all that stuff. So, Because mm-hmm. I think at the core, like, you can still be happy for mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. who yeah. um, just aren't, you know, you, that you aren't super close with. You can still, you know, want the best for them. Yeah. So to end off our episode and all continuing future episodes, we are going to recommend a song um, that three of us are enjoying and that sort of relates to our topic of the episode. And so, Sandy, what's our song for this episode? It is called To Me by Alina Baraz. Go listen to it if you haven't already. It's such a good song. Yes, and we also want to listen to your song recommendations. So please follow and like us on Facebook and Instagram at Yes Podcast. Um, share what song you really enjoy on your Instagram story, and we will tag you and give you a shout out on our story as well. 
Um, we hope that you continue to listen in to our future episodes and support us. Thank you. Thank you.